I was laying there and I was thinking, oh my god, I'm warm. I opened my window, <laughs> I've got a fan on me, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm warm. Oh, I woke up and I was like, I'm still warm. Yeah, and this, this is in the balmy, like, seven degrees outside. You know, with, with wind chill that makes it feel like three stuck, degrees, but you know. I stuck my head out in the morning. No, yeah. that cool breeze that's flying by. I'm like, oh my god, that feels nice. And as soon as the breeze stopped, I was like, it's too warm. <laughs> oh dear. Well, uh. Just imagine speaking... half a naked guy sticking out of a window. That was me. Half a naked. Wow. Well, uh. Well, that's that. That's going to be something for people, right? Uh, with that, with that thought in mind, welcome to the Immaterial Gamers podcast. Um, we are we are talking about half naked people and overheating. So um, that's that's something to to consider. Um, this week, I'm going to say that we are battle royale games. So uh, so I'm Ryan. I'm the 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 older of the uh, the battle royale games. So we'll go PUBG. Oh, um, what do I have to be? Uh, Steph, you, Stefan, is Apex Legends, the new quirky oh, friend that's slightly a bit over the top and, and, and stuff like that. And Darius, well, he's um, totally accurate Battlegrounds. Okay. I'm happy I'm happy with that. We just didn't yeah. name the one out. I was going to say, if you called me the one I didn't want to be called, I'd throw me it's on the floor and uh, go to sleep. Oh, uh, the, the, the Battle Royale that shall not be named? Yep. Okay. I would Fair happily enough. have been the new card one. Is it oh, oh, so, oh so, you would so, be blackout. Yeah. So who, who am I? One more um, time. Well, you're you're totally accurate. Battlegrounds. Which is? Is a it's a battle royale game. It's called Totally Accurate Battlegrounds. It it has little like wibbly wobbly men like friends fall flat. Okay. And, um, I never I never human, seen that one before. Human fall flat, and it has a wall in it that's actually a stone wall, so it can actually crush you when the zone shrinks. I just like the fact the one you called me is meant to be the killer of the one that should not be named. Yeah, well, it's it's the new quirky one. Basically, if you want to combine, uh, if you want to combine, the game that shall not be named, and Titanfall. Overwatch. Nah, it's, it's Titanfall without the Titans. Yeah, it's Titanfall without the wall running, and yeah. the giant mechs. Yeah, speaking of that, before we move on to what to what's been played, have you did everyone has seen the the um request to EA and respawn that some idiot sent to them, right? There's a, there's a character in the game called Gibraltar <laughs> and he's he's openly gay. I'm okay. The, with the character in there is openly gay. From what I heard with the character list, there's like eight characters. Four of them are just uh, human. Two are gay slash lesbian. One is transgender, and the other's a robot. So we've pretty much got the diverse, you know, the spectrum of characters. But this this Gibraltar character has pissed someone off. So they sent a message to to EA Respawn and went, Guys, I love Apex Legends, and Gibraltar is my favourite character. I've recently found out that Gibraltar is gay. I main with him for 60 hours, and I really don't want to play with fags. So please, can you reconsider? Thank you for your cooperation. And Twitter everywhere suggested one thing. Make all main characters gay. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, I call that backfire. Because, you know, honestly, I don't care. Yeah. As long as I get the escapism of playing with someone, they can they can be whatever race they want, whatever gender they define themselves as. They can be a dog, a cat, a, uh, a robot... 
they can be an amoeba on the ground. As long as the like, as long as the game is enjoyable and that can be characterised, sure, go go with it. I know the other argument on that was that people were saying, yeah, but 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 shouldn't characters be a blank slate? No. Like, yeah, well, this is the problem. Every every blank could... slate in video games at the moment is a jacked up, roid raged white <laughs> dude with blonde hair. A, a, a character in a video game is something you should be able to relate to. Yeah. So that guy like... who's maining as Gibraltar, he's relating to him somehow. Yeah. Yeah, he's relating to him, and you know he can he can he can try and do the macho bro thing of oh, but he's gay. Oh no. But he obviously relates to him for him to be playing him for sixty hours. You know that's sixty hours of a game that's only been out for three days. Like seeing it, he must like seeing his butt. Yeah. Well, yeah, I've, well, actually, it dropped on Tuesday last week, didn't it? Tuesday. So, um, yeah, by the time this podcast comes out, the game will have been out for a week. So, yeah. So, but but based on that, and that little diversion of um, of PUBG game that shall not be named, Battle Royale, there we go, that's what I was thinking of. Um, yeah, so we go from that, and we go to... What's being played? And I reckon there's going to be three people here saying that not one point of any of them actually played Apex Legends. So, nope. will Darius, will you prove me right first? Well, I have not played yet Apex Legends, however, I okay. really want to try it. I'd, I'd, actually, you know what, so do I. It's, it's probably the first, um, the first Battle Royale, other than PUBG, that I actually want to try. Might be, might be interesting, especially if we yeah. team up with three of us. Yeah. We could squad up yeah. and see, see what goes on. Sounds like a good plan to me. I was hoping to kill you. Oh. Yeah, well, they don't do private games yet, I don't think. But we you could always need a private game. That. I'm surprised we could all, you know, if they do launch private games for everyone at that point, nothing, it'd be, it'd be weird to just do a six person, yeah, a six person PUBG or something like that. Just this massive map and no one around. I believe you can do that on the one that should not be named. Yes, I believe I believe you can. I believe you can make board games out of that as well. Hmm. So um, maybe, maybe we probably won't admit playing it, but we may try it. But anyway, Darius, what have you been playing, sir? I've been playing some Destiny 2. Oh, Destiny 2. Yeah, good. Should, should, we, should we just get this out of the way that all of us have played Destiny 2? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, over the week I'd say that we have. It's It's... I think that's the only kind of game which we kind of tend to keep playing from like at least on a weekly basis. Yeah. I would not say daily basis, but weekly basis. I yeah. play daily. Uh, I play every couple of days. Yeah. Got them daily bounties, bitch. Get them out of the way. That is that is true. <laughs> uh, also, I've been playing some Knowledge is Power. Oh, Knowledge is Power. Is that the play link? Yes, it this is. This game for the PS4. It is. You've not been getting that far then, have you? It is. Well, I've played one, one of, the, well, I've had a few games like five days ago and I've had a few games yesterday. And no, yesterday, and yesterday I kind of went, how stupid we are because there were six of us playing that game. And the first question we answered was the fifth question. So you've gone through, you know, Three questions, bonus round. Uh, fourth question without points, uh, and Ooh. then on the fifth one, we literally got something. I don't really remember them at the what moment. What is the capital of England? Uh, oh, it's E. e. 
they well they were like kind of like political um geographic Ooh. questions which we will england get title. a deal or no deal find out in the next box <laughs> who knows let's see if the banker phones up <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah we should we should just solve brexit by playing a big game of deal, <laughs> deal or, or no, no deal, deal. So there's 22 <laughs> boxes all with 22 different types of deals in it and, and one then, and then with a no deal yeah yeah, so it's or, like this is the power five. Twenty-one with no deal and just one with a deal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think that's. No, I, I think it should be like no deal should be the middle one, and then it gets deals that get better for Britain, and then deals that get worse for Britain. <laughs> and so it's like you got a fifty-fifty chance we either want a no deal or a good deal. Because <laughs> if we get yeah. a no deal or a bad deal, we're fucked. And I'm just, I'm just like picturing, you know, I wonder if I can get the sound effects of the deal or no deal phone and just put it in the podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe. But you, you, you know, you hear the phone ring, and Noel Edmonds picks up the phone. And he's like speaking to the <laughs> banker, except it's not actually the banker; it's, it's like Donald Tusk, or something like that. Theresa May, like the leader. <laughs> so, so he's, he's, he's right. Okay. So, so you're offering Mrs. May, you're offering that. Okay, cool. Okay, that's great. Okay, um, the banker was found and he said uh, he's offering you a special place in hell uh, for not figuring this out sooner. Uh, is that deal or no deal? And then just it just cuts to the break and then you know, cliffhangs. We never see it again due to a riot. But um, yeah, so so you're having due to the question vote on problems. <laughs> yeah, yeah so, you, so you're having knowledge problems in knowledge is power then. Uh, well, for the first game, yeah, definitely. What about uh, the second we game? Just, we just found it hilarious like we could not answer the question. There was also the questions about the food. Like, mm. I, I really want a question. Uh, yeah. Which of the foods are not Mexican food? Okay. And apparently you, you're supposed to select tortilla de something. And we choose, I don't know, we choose everything apart from that one. <laughs> Wait, hold on, tortilla's not Mexican? Apparently it's not. Not it's, oh. it's not 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 just tortilla. It's tortilla de something. Oh, so like an actual meal. Actual yes. So that's not okay. uh, Mexican. So that that's one that that that's we failed. Fair enough. Uh, but, I might actually have that somewhere. I should actually play it at some point. But the most important thing which I was playing is Creep Wars. Oh um. I saw you playing this on Discord, Creeper World. Oh, Creeper World, Is yeah. It? Yeah. I... Well, you've got you've got few few different kind. Well, few few parts of this game, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I have watched streams of this before. Um, it, it starts. Zemo. It started like uh, a simple game on um, Miniclip website. Yeah. It was. Mm -hmm. It was completely, completely different than it, what it is right now. Hmm. Um, but the main reason, well, the main objective of the game is you have to defend your base and shoot a creep, which is like a liquid thing. Yeah, it's like a little blue liquid, isn't it, that just takes over. Takes over and kill everything instantly. Consumes. Uh, yeah, so that that's kind of what I was playing. Um, 
the the idea is you have to have a much more stronger economy mm. than expenses on let's call it war on the battle yeah okay so as soon as as long as you can maintain this you're guaranteed to win okay uh, there are also some uh, funny scenarios like one of the year earliest ones is you've betting you you being shoot at from space so you have to build like a missiles mm. so you can protect your base your territory and it's all based on like a link sequence economy I'm not sure how to say it yeah, so every, everything has to be linked to work because you cannot just build a turret in the middle of nowhere if you don't have a link connections to the base because yeah. the base can produce the ammo. But then, like each each like little bit can only link so far as well. From yes. what I remember, so it was yes. like so you had to sort of strategically place them around the map to you know, cause the creep to not not overrun you. Over. But uh, yeah, I remember. I remember watching old Creeper World footage on a a loading ready run stream. Actually, one of the the co-owners of that Paul is a big Creeper World fan. Mm. Um, I just just remember it's just weird. It's how peaceful that game can be considering the threat of uh, destruction on it that the that the game and the story produces. Yeah, well, it's it's like it's very. I don't know. It's it's you don't. It doesn't require you a lot of. Thinking, yes, you do need a strategy strategy to it to win. Uh, however, it's not nothing um, to get frustrated about, mm. because even if you lose, you're uh, you're like uh, meh, whatever. I will do it again. And especially, I like it, uh, especially when I have to have to. I want to listen to like a new music album, mm. so I switch the whole volume from the game off, listening to the new album and. Instead of just listening to the album, can you know place few tourists now and then. Cool. So, Steph, did you have something to say there? Oh no, I'm just finding um, questions from knowledge power. Oh, <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Destiny Two, Knowledge's Power, and Creeper World, and its various sequels and and stuff. Yeah. And uh, Steph, what have you been playing? Other than Destiny 2. Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yep. I thought you were going to end up playing, like, uh, JC Go, to be honest. I was considering it. I did tell you that <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so now that you're actually playing it properly, how's it going? Well, probably. I play it on the tram to work and tram home. Yeah, so playing it properly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, my bags are constantly full. Ah, <coughs> oh, Yes. The good old, the good old storage problem. And I had a gym for about two hours today. Oh, you had a gym? Yeah, don't mind outside my house. Oh, perfect. So it's nice. So you've got a gym that's like straight outside your house. I've got, I've got to do a walk for at least three minutes. Yeah. The only thing is, I'm the only one in the area that's my colour team. Mm. The one in front of my house gets taken by blue, yellow, blue, yellow, blue, yellow, and it's like I just come along as the only red going, I'll have it now. <laughs> oh, I've realised I've got a perfect idea. So I live about, let's say, five minutes from a supermarket that closes, of, you know, like a lot of places, on Sunday trading hours at 4pm. Okay. Now, 
when they close that shop, they close the tunnel. And the only way to actually like get up to the gym is either trespass into the car park or take the gym before the shop shuts at four. And then the moment the shop shuts, like I say, unless you're trespassing in the car park, you've got that gym for at least 12 hours. Well, the only thing I found really weird is who the hell wants to get up at six o'clock in the morning to do a goddamn raid? Hmm. Yeah. On my way to work, the amount of alerts I get. Oh, a chimney, a raid is about to begin. It's like, who the fuck wants to do the raid at quarter to six in the morning? Go to hell. Go to bed. I'm on it. I'm only up because I'm on my way to work. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that being said, have you, you know, do you ever see any joggers who just like jog up to a gym? Well, I think there's quite a lot of them. I, I think there's ones that run around it a bit. Like, oh, yeah. they'll be sitting there on the phone, like, getting music or something like that while they're running around a certain spot. So, there's yeah, a we, gym there. <laughs> yeah, we, know, we know you're capturing a spoink. We yeah. know you're trying to capture that raid Pokemon. Yeah. So, what's, uh, what are your best Pokemon at the moment, then? Pikachu. No. Um, a Starmer. Yep. And the Evolution of Spoink, which I can't remember the name. Oh, uh, Grumpig. Yeah, Grumpig. He's my strongest at the minute because I evolved him and just got rid of all my other spanks and went, IN IT GOES! Yep. Right now yeah, I'm working got... on a combustion. Uh, got two Articunos. Oh, that's, at least you've got legendaries, that fuck up. Uh, just do the, just do the daily research. You'll, at the seventh day, you're guaranteed an encounter with a legendary. Oh, are you? Yeah. So, that's, that's the, uh, that's the thing to, to do for that. So, uh, so, other than Pokemon Go, have you been playing playing anything else? Playing a bit of Dungeon Defenders too, but not much. Not much. Oh, I played Hitman too with you. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. I was gonna. Oh, that could link into to what I've been playing. Yeah. So we, yeah. So we played both the multiplayer modes that they currently have on I that am game. Bad at that game. Yeah. So that so there's the sniper assassin. Oh, good. Where... I, I wasn't bad at. Yeah, which is more the cooperative mode on that. You're at fixed location, you have to eliminate your targets without them escaping, and additional conditions as well. So we've only played the first map at the moment. But I, think, I think we should do it again anyway and get the rest of the tasks. Oh, yeah. Like the doves. The doves. Yeah. Um, Maybe shooting the, uh, shooting the parachutist out the sky. Uh, or the beer bottles that are next to the parachute is the other thing. That's probably what it I is. Bet, no, I shot one of them. Oh, did you? Yep. Oh. I shot it, and he was like, you sat there looking around like, where the hell did that come from? It's like, yeah, mate, you jump now. I, I like the fact that we nearly did that silently. We had, like, what, two oh, yeah. bodyguards left. And then and then it went, but we'd already took out our primary targets at that yeah. point, so we couldn't fail. That was That was good. But um, the the other well, the other mode that we played was ghost mode, and I reckon, I reckon at that point, Steph, if you played the Miami map a bit more, you would be what, you would do be. Do you mean if right I played the game a bit more? And not, I did a trial. Let's yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, if, yeah, if you yeah, the Miami map is the first map on Hitman Two, or the first main story map of Hitman Two, so. You get a bit of an idea. Speaking of on that, there is actually an elusive target on there that I should, uh, that we should try and take on. At some point, it's called the fugitive. Looks like we don't know anything other than the fact that he's wearing a white kimono. 
Okay. So uh, that'll be in. But that's the the good old classic elusive target of the moment you commit to taking the person on. If you get caught and you die, you fail. Okay. So if well, so if you end up in combat, you fail. Um, we so also need to do the weekly strike in Destiny, by the way. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Quick Play Crucible is so much better to get um, your stats up for the quest. Okay. I went from 25% in one match to um, 45. 20%. Because oh. all you have to do is stick with your team. You hit them once as your team member kills them. You've got an assist. you got a point. Yeah. And if yeah, you kill you them, that's as an extra point, and it's like, oh, there you are. <laughs> oh yeah, you you were mentioning that, but uh, but yeah, uh, you will you will get that last word eventually. Oh, one, well, yeah, you've got that, and you've got the other one I need as well for the will of Cade. Well, the winning. Mm. I need to do precision oh, shots. Yeah, I have to do twenty. What is it? Twenty-five. I think I've done seven. Yeah, it's land final land final blows with a hand cannon in crucible. No, precision shots in crucible. Oh, is it precision shots. Oh great! So not even final blows. It's got to be a precision final blow. Yep, precision. Oh. Which well, is annoying well. as it is with a hand cannon, seeing that when you shoot it, if you automatically shoot again, it's a little bit too high. Recoil dampening. Yeah. That's the only Which thing that I means I need a new handgun for that. Well, that it has that as an option to choose. Yes, including the one that I use for explosive rounds. I think we can all agree on the well on the fact that some of the quests are so hard on Destiny. Oh no, the, some of the quests yeah, aren't that hard. It's the fact we don't play PvP that much. I would love it mm. if there was an option like do the PvP way, which is going to be dead, which could be easy. Or you have to do this long ass route around it. Let's say kill. Mm. 3,000 fucking enemies of a certain type on a certain planet. I'd rather do that than go to do PvP. It'll it take me a... longer to do that than it would me just to learn PvP and do it. But the PvP of the game does not entertain me that much. I'll make it so you can do it in um, Gambit. Because Gambit I yeah. find more interesting than mo all the PvP in that game. Yeah, that's the thing. There's a lot of bounties that, that count for Crucible and Gambit. Yes. So it's like, yeah. It it works that way though. It looks like the next, let's say the next expansion for, for Destiny Two seems to be Gambit focused, or at least around the Drifter anyway. So, yes. uh, Joker's Wild, I believe it's called. So yeah, we'll it's see, probably we'll see why we've got them things off him recently. Maybe, maybe, but uh, yeah. Speaking of of, of ghosts, uh, ghost mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So okay, it's the Legend Ryan, calm down. Anyway, yeah. I like my segways. Anyway, um, yeah, com the competitive mode of Hitman, like rather than rather than a competitive mode though, where you have to kill each other, a competitive mode where you have to kill your targets before your opponent. I I kind of like. Um, if it can be done in more maps, that'd be that'd be great. What, what it's currently mean? in a You're beta testing phase at the moment on the Miami map. You're not allowed to talk about the score. Um, yeah, so so a game happened. Hold on. Um, and we... The, um, the, the important you know, thing we, is I lost, and Ryan won. Yeah, I guess. But I, I, I just kind of like it. So you both get given the same target, 
and you both exist in your but you both exist in your own separate yeah, instances that's, I think of that's the, the thing that baffled me a bit more it's like oh you went that way and I've gone that way yeah I got spotted by someone and it's like how did you not get spotted yeah you bastard even yeah, though I was like... dressed up in a giant flamingo suit but <laughs> oh the, the flamingo <laughs> is the most awesome disguise on there um, particularly for that map as well but yeah so it's like you have your own things and what your opponent does doesn't affect your game so mm. you could like it shows in the tutorial you could set off an IED and you know destroy half the place that wouldn't affect my game so you know the, how it you know it works that way but then it's a race to, to five unnoticed kills and I really didn't like I wish you could see what the disguises were when you went to them things because you go into the <clears> box and all you got was disguise like, what disguise? Is yeah. it going to help it, me in it, this point, or is it, it going to cripple? And every time I picked it up, it crippled me. Yeah, did it's you like, not have it say underneath what the name of the disguise was? No, it just said disguise. Hit this button oh. to get it. No, because it should tell you what it what it disguises as. Because um, like, underneath anyway. the bold disguise, there's a, like, a little bit that will just say security guard or stuff like that. But it, it, follows the, it follows the rules of the games in that, that sort of like higher... And no I want to ask one question disguises. about the disguises. Mm. The first disguise I found was the prince disguise. Yeah, the, you couldn't. The sheik. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're not allowed in the VIP lounge. No, the sheik is from what it looks like. The sheik is for the the research building on the other side. Yeah. So you could go through the public areas of the race, and then go across to the. Um, the but research think building. If the pri- if a prince was there. As the so-called as the security guards at the VIP were going at Ice Prince, mm. Prince, whatever his name was. Um, I'm afraid you're not allowed in it, and it's like, well, why? He's basically a prince. He's a fucking VIP. Yeah. To me, a prince it, is a VIP. Yeah, yeah. It works on different bits though, because that the that's the whole sort of idea with that game. It's like, yeah, it's a VIP lounge. In this instance, it's a VIP lounge for. Um, a lot of it was drivers and yeah, race teams. Say, drivers and teams and yeah it's like one of those that you'll have noticed that you could almost you could go get anywhere. you could get um like a team mechanics outfit yeah I got and that. that would that would allow you in the vip area and the race thing but at the same time it would only allow you in your driver's lounge and your pit so it's it's you know it, it's actually i i like how it's clever how some work like that and even then you're not guaranteed to be unnoticed because they yeah. have enforcers and people some of the who know people that you kinda, shouldn't be there. Or they're looking at you going, I don't recognise your face, who are you? And then you walk off and it's like, hold on a minute! <laughs> it's like, yeah. nope, run! <laughs> I like that with the with the trespassing mechanic as well, because the, like, they have trespassing and they have hostile yeah. areas. So if you're in a trespassing area and you get caught, they'll just go, what are you doing here? You shouldn't be here. Here, I'll follow, show you yeah, the way follow out. Follow me and then they lead you out. Yeah. Um, if you then run off like a madman, then they'll be alerted to your presence. But yeah, um, what, like, and then the hostile. I hide it. I hide just shoot a, on sight. I hid in a hamper for like five minutes. I went, bugger this! I'm getting out. They were still stood yeah. there looking at the hamper, <laughs> and I thought, bugger this! I'm getting out. And all I got yeah. was, what are you doing in here? I'll show you uh, the way out. And I was like, okay, I've just hid in a hamper for twenty minutes. You're not going to question yeah. that. <laughs> oh, that was great. But before we, we before we played our sniper assassin game as well, some of the the stuff you should try out the escalation missions as well because they're just hilarious sometimes. Like so, I don't know if I told I... you about the the one with the fish. No. 
Oh, so there's like one that's set on the last map of the game, which is some castle fortress, and you're in a um, you're in a masquerade ball style outfit, which should normally only allow you access to a party in the in like the beginning part of the map, but you're in a prison cell, which means in that disguise you're hostile to everyone. <laughs> absolutely everyone um, and given that the these escalation missions they have three different difficulty levels you complete one you can then do the more difficult yeah. one and they have they have complications it's like and one will be like killing with certain weapons and shit like that yeah and then it adds a new target oh kill this one by this with a with an axe but you have to now kill this one with this yeah so I think that's the one that you've seen. There's like one in a like a, a cocoa field yeah. or something like that, and like the the complication on that one is leave the bushes for more than ten seconds at a time and you'll fail the mission. Yeah, that is that one. So you have to continue the level three one on that is ridiculous because I use the helicopter escape all the time on that, and the level three complication oh, it takes disables that, that as the. Uh, <laughs> you have to yeah. go for the car. Yeah, so you have to go for the yeah the other one. So this one was. Uh, changing disguise other than your starting disguise will fail the mission so you're having to constantly lure people away and and the other thing is that you must get the fish and you pacify your target with the fish so it's a silent attack unnoticed with a wet stinking fish Wait, um, is this just knock them out with the smell of fish no you no, you just whack them around the head with this fish and they just, just keel a, over and yeah they'll just keel over and then be enough. unconscious and then you just you just dump them wherever, but the escalations for that increase the amount of civilians you need to knock out with the fish. So the first level is just the target, the second level is five people and the target, and then the third one, which I decided fuck that, to was ten people and the target. The whole pair. <laughs> yeah, to a point, and then you still must escape without getting blown to smithereens as well. But I do like those, and there's, there was one on the original Hitman where it was like you had to remain in a clown suit and and like uh, kill your targets with a lead pipe. But um, you know, nothing nothing beats though knocking out a target with a cheeseburger. Yes. I'll tell you what, I did a lot when we were playing it. I was just throwing knives and shit at them. It's like I'll yeah. stand here where no one else can see me, and I throw a knife straight at the guy. Yeah. Well, my, la- my well, one of the assassinations of the game I tried with a shuriken, which didn't work. Because that's how I, that's how guy. I did my first in the tutorial. It's like, kill this person. I thought, okay, they're coming upstairs. No. <laughs> and so I just People stood at the top. Throw. I just stood at the top of the thing with a kitchen knife and went, yeah, threw it at them. Yeah. They went, she's been killed. Search the premises. And then I hid in a hamper that was right behind me. Watched the security guard walk past, and I just walked out. Yeah, just like nothing's ever happened. Yeah, All right, nothing gentlemen, happened, I, I should have been right. here. Yeah, I've just got me, I've got me AK-47. I naturally went. Oh no, wait, use roll. Use no, roll wielding masses. Uh, I only had a silencer. <laughs> you had your silver ballers. Yeah, that's all I had. Oh, typical. No, so yeah, so so me and Steph had fun with uh, with Hitman 2 in in different ways, but uh. Yeah, other than other than that, there, I was playing. Is there a corp like? The there isn't a there isn't an actual co-op level-based mission. The, the sniper thing. Yeah. So yeah, sniper assassin is the, the is the sort thing. of thing. Eh? 
you know, if you if you want that, ask uh, ask Iowa Interactive for it. They probably will do it. I mean, they're getting close with Ghost Mode, so yeah, it'd be it'd be interesting. Maybe even do it a bit like um, one of the co-op missions on Sniper Elite did, is that one of yours was a sniper, so you couldn't go down and do mm. the the ground-based objectives, but you could like snipe away to your heart's content. The other person was the ground guy, only had a machine gun on them, and they had to do all the the objectives, yeah. and the guy on the ground could see all the targets, and the sniper had to have them all called out to him. So it oh, was, that's nice. Yeah, because the guy on the ground would be the spar. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what they they, they called it, sniper and spar, um, or commando or something like that. But yeah, they they could do that. They could, to be honest, probably do that in. I don't think it would work as well in Hitman. No. But maybe because um, of this, because of the fact that it's generally only two targets you want to take out. And with the Hitman trend of the of doing it without anyone noticing, I is think the... the thing with Hitman would probably be good. It would be something like the Ghost one, but where you're yeah. both in the same map, you both interact with everything. Where you could go interact with something to distract other people away from the, your target, while the other yeah. one goes gets the target. So yeah, basically could, you'll be the distraction. You'll basically help in that type of part. It could work like that, and with the way that the story's going in it, I don't want to spoil anything yet. Mm. But the way that the story's going on it, it could lead to that in the future. By the way, so. I will probably not be playing the story of it. I tend to only play co-op games or things with other oh. people uh, you recently. Should, you should you should give the the other missions a try, the, like, it, because they're big it, missions. It's not the fact that I don't want to do it. It's more the fact I'd lose interest in things where there isn't other players. Mm. Which I find really fat. It's like I can sit there and play The Sims. I get bored of it really quick nowadays. Dragon Age, I've started getting bored of that really quick because there is no other player there for me to like talk with or bounce off or anything like that. While I if I play Dungeon Defenders or Destiny or anything like that, I've, I can just join a random person and just fucking bounce off them like a lunatic. Yeah. I think that's where the so the other game I've been playing would would help in in mind for that then because I went through the humble monthly again and after after striking gold with Aero, um, I've looked at another game on there called Full Metal Furies. Mm. It's a it's a game by the guys who made Rogue Legacy, which is a I don't think I even played that game. That's uh, so it. So it's a a roguelike game where the the unique selling point of it is that when you die. A an ancestor of yours will then try to take on the castle afterwards with your with your inheritance, um, and they all have random little traits. Like sometimes they'll, they'll gain a they'll gain a positive trait and a, a negative trait. So like they gain a positive. Oh, they've got more strength, so they'll attack stuff. The problem is they're tiny, so they can't jump very well. <laughs> so it's, it's like bits like that, and then there's stuff like that. some of them are ridiculous. Like one has dyslexia. So it just means on all the item descriptions, all the letters are jumbled up. Oh, so it's basically a description for you if you are. Yeah. Or um, there's imagine, one where... imagine if the person who's actually playing that person is dyslexic and he just sees it like normal. It says this. How the fuck do you know it says that? I can read yeah. it. Yeah. So they suffer from color blindness as well as one of the traits. So that just the game will be played in monochrome. Oh, so and then I'm assuming it'll probably also go now. Cut the red wire. <laughs> There's green and red here, what's red? <laughs> not quite, but yeah, I get what you mean. It does make it a little bit complicated when it says, right, you need to go to the red room. Um, 
<laughs> but then there's like other what other traits did they have? Uh, I was wondering just if they get hit, they swear. No, that's not right. That's it. <laughs> just swear like swear bubble. When come you out. get hit, you have Tourette's. Um. Oh god, there's like there's there's a whole bunch of us, but that's the thing. But they made this sequel, and it's nothing like Rogue Legacy. It's a it's a four person cooperative RPG. That's also a little combat game. So you play as this all-female squad called the Furies, and um, it's in an alternative universe where like gods still existed, and so it's modern day, but gods just jump down, try to decide they want to reclaim Earth. Um, so you're fighting these titans and trying to get rid of them, but each each girl has a different character trait, or is a different class. So you've got a fighter, she just walks around with a giant hammer. Uh, engineer makes stuff and shoots the sniper uh, the tank she's just wielding armor and just very hard to knock down and um, yeah so it's just I think I mentioned four that's them um, and yeah you, the idea is that you work together to combo moves off each other to destroy the enemies and see, that does that see, I like the sounds of that mm. and the, the all, yeah, so they all have their own tech trees as well and and weapons and stuff that you can mix up um, and the idea is it can be played couch co-op, so you oh. can just have four people local. It can be played online as a party of four, or it can be played solo, where you switch between two characters, so you just have a party of two. And the way that they force that, that cooperation is that you can work together and score combos based off each other's attacks. So like one of the sniper's abilities is that she can just place a landmine and then trigger it and it knocks the character up in the air and then another character can then shoot it while in the air and they'll score a combo the other way that they do it is enemies in the game have coloured barriers and each character can only destroy their matching colour barrier so it's a a way of of, of forcing players to take out what they can and work together while doing it Mm. but with, with the fact that it can be played online it's a possible play session material. We'll say that. Um, but yeah, it looks. It's. I've tried it. It looks fun. And if uh, anyone else wants to try it, we can try it at some point. Yeah. Why have none of us got ultimate chicken horse? I uh, I don't know why none of us have got ultimate chicken horse. Danny does. So does mine. I. Martin's got ultimate chicken horse. Yep. Well, I'll have to have a word with him about that. But uh, yeah. Un- until until that point. Um, that's the that's the games that we've been playing. So it is uh it is now news time. So we will move on with the news. So dun, dun, we'll, dun. so we'll, we'll go with one of we'll go with one of Steph's ones first. In fact, we might go with both of Steph's ones first. Let me link them there. The first one is the the PS5 rumor rumor heavy rumor from T3.com. They're a future publishing. Things of the guys behind PC Gamer and all that stuff, but they've got, uh, or someone, a an analyst, who's uh, spoke to Bloomberg, the big business channel, as stating that because of the way that Sony's stocks and shares look at the moment, it signals that there's going to be a high chance that PS5 will come out before March the thirty first, two thousand and twenty. I know, right? Not it's a very, very um, Nostradamus-style soothsay. 
And um, they're also, you know, they're the, also putting this with this is the same thing that happened with Nintendo Switch and the PlayStation 2. Yeah, this is the idea that this guy basically says, oh yeah, they're slowing growth, and you know, based on market trends, whenever they're slowing growth, uh, they need to release a new console. I'm like, I don't need to be an I don't but, need to be an advisor for that. I do like with the thing right underneath that though. They're like, oh, come out in the early 2000, maybe in the March. Then, however, the company is provides two console release dates in November. Uh, mm, <laughs> yeah. Oh, the PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3, and PlayStation 4 both came out in November. Yeah. Because, just, no, it's just the, well, thing, they came it? out in November for Christmas. Yeah. Because that's Which the I think the PlayStation 5 will do as well. They'll co- it'll yeah. come out. December. It'll come out year. in November 2020. It's not going to come out this year. It'll come out 2020. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. It's just also like to note to confirm that that Sony have not said a thing regarding these uh, regarding these rumors going so far. What I have, what I have in uh, have known, I uh, spoke to Stefan Darius before the podcast about this as well. That T3 don't help on the they're not helping on the rumor brigade. Because of a giant video in the middle of the article that says PS5 official trailer. However, it comes from a channel called Signature Doomery, which has 11,000 subscribers. Now, granted, that is a hundred times, no, thousand times as many subscribers as we currently have. However, it's not Sony, so how can it possibly be an official trailer? But it is saying everything Sony has put it as so far. That it'll have mm. no discs. It's all. It's going to be a streaming-based console. Yeah, um, so it could be. Could be just as bad as the Madbox at this point. Oh yeah. Uh, but well, still, like I say, Sony will have their own. It's a rumor, so don't don't take it yeah. for granted. Yeah. It will. will. Well, the truth is, it will happen sooner or later. Yeah, it will. It will. We'll get yeah, some official as long news. As, as long as Sony and that don't start charging more than what you would get it in a store, I don't give a damn. Yeah. Well, we're getting okay. close to E3 season again anyway, aren't we, in a few months' time, so... It'll, it will, we'll get something. Even if Sony, like I said, they confirmed that they're not going to E3, but that doesn't stop them having their own event. I would not be surprised if Sony will charge, like, £600 for the PlayStation 5. Oof. Just prohibitive. That is prohibitive. Well, I mean, at that point, what was the price of PlayStation 3 on the beginning? I think PlayStation 3 still came out around 400. No, it was 5 600. Was it really? Was it? Yeah, I think so. Original price was very close to it. Hmm. Let's have a look at this. I'm looking at the PS4 original price. No, in 2013 when it came out, it was 349 pound in the UK. Okay. So it, it was actually eighty pounds cheaper than the Xbox One at the, the, the time. Which was 429 pounds the PlayStation Three when it first came out was um about three hundred um four hundred five hundred. Yeah. The it's actually Sony went they they made their I if I remember right on this, they made a point of making their consoles at a loss. It was it was an actual business plan to to, to lose money on the consoles because the money that they get from the game side of things would would subsidise. And in terms of that, I reckon that's actually that's the correct way of going about it. 
Nintendo are kind of going that way as well with the Switch. Yeah, because it's the pre-owned market that 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 excludes people a little bit from Nintendo games. I'd, I'd love to have a Mario game that's not fucking sixty odd quid. Yeah. 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 No matter mm. how long it's been out, it's gonna be sixty odd quid. Yeah. So I was just quickly having a look at this. I was having a look at this Apex Legends story and probably gonna move it because it is basically just a review of Apex Legends. However, um, it was yeah. more the fact that EA brought out this rough just like weeks before they bring out. Um, yeah. Yeah, Re- Respawn, who made Titanfall's first game in two years, is a battle royale game, which is a more popular. <laughs> it's probably one of the most popular genres at the moment. Like you say, two weeks before Anthem comes out. So I think this is, is what took people a bit. It's like EA competing against themselves. Hmm. Yeah. And that is, you know, that could be, you know, that that could be considered a problem. So they came up shutting themselves in the left. That, or they're trying to go, well, we'll get everyone for this, but at the same time with Anthem, we'll get everyone from this. So they're hoping to hit two different lots of people. Because you think of it, a lot of people who play the Rumble games probably aren't playing things like Destiny. While no. Anthem is more aimed at the people who are playing Destiny. Yeah. Than the people who so are playing things like Blackout and shit like that. I mean, yeah, it is a it is a different strategy by EA in trying to to get the the things going. So, you know, we'll see how it works out for them. You know, Anthem comes out to uh, Origin uh, Origin Premier subscribers. Yeah, this 13th. week. Thirteenth, I believe it's thirteenth. Yeah. Ah, as the yeah. So basically, when not long after the podcast comes out. Yeah. So there's there's that, or the fifteenth, I think they said. We got the picture somewhere. Oh, hold on, I'll check my origin. <laughs> I, ha- the, I have access. <laughs> February fifteenth. The fifteenth? Yeah. It's on the ways to play anthem grid. Uh, oh, yeah, I can preload it on the thirteenth. Yeah. So basically, I can next play it on Friday. The, I, um, I can play it on the fourteenth. I can get oh. it down on the thirteenth. I can download it. Ah. Uh. Yeah, so there's there's the the option. Tempted, by the way, very tempted. I was looking at Premiere. I don't like the 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 model how they're releasing the game. It's either release the game for everyone or don't. Now just remember this. This is probably the AEA tactic. The game was always scheduled. I bet the game was always scheduled to come out on the fifteenth. Yeah, but then they delay it, then bring it back to the twenty second, and then go. Ah, but if you do, if you buy this game early, you get the early thing. It's the this this keeps coming back. And you know, I say I'm a fan of Jim Sterling and his work. There we go. That's the thing. You did an episode this week on the fear of missing out and how publishers use that marketing tactic to drive pre-orders. Yes, mm. I will not deny it. And, and and the, one of the examples that you would use on that is what happened with Battlefield Five, where they had a, a release date. Call of Duty was announced, they delayed it by a week and yet then offered a pre-order, or like they delayed it by some time, but then offered people pre-ordering and they get early access to the game, which conveniently happened to be the original release date of the product. Yeah, but then you could always look at that and go 
if Sony gives the company more money, you, there's times where like Sony gets the game before every other console. Mm. And it's like, well, that's not fair on everyone else who has that console and not that console. But to Sony's paid for that extra to have that privilege to make their players go, oh, I want it for that then. Cause yeah, I'll get it we've earlier. Got, we've got to say that that's different from the paid exclusive. That's a different sort of marketing tactic altogether. You, you say that, but it's... when Sony normally does something like that, it's normally... But look, if you pre-order it now, you get it on this early date, but you also got all this early shit. Yeah, there is there is that. I mean, they're all, you know, all behind it. But still, yeah, the, 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 the whole early access thing is a bit... It's not early access if you're giving people or if you're telling people to spend a bit more money and they got the date that it was due to come out in the first place. Mm. See, I, Regardless of how Premier. far you've delayed it afterwards. I've got Premium, but I got it for other games as well. Yeah, no, Premium, you know, that's that's a sort of different sort of idea, but yeah, still. That's that's where we sort of go on that one. Um so yeah. EA. We'll see we'll see how you can possibly nearly screw this up. But uh, you know what? Bethesda haven't screwed anything up this week, so that must mean it's Activision's fault. <laughs> so we so we've got, we've got a couple of yeah, we've got a couple of Activision stories. I'll start with the smaller one, and we'll move to the bigger one. I'm sure so the smaller f- one. If you like, while you're doing that, I'm sure I can find something that happened in Fallout this uh, week. You could probably find something, maybe. You know what? You know, double check to see whether the Bethesda counter needs to be lifted off. But for now, Gamespot have announced or did a news piece. Uh, two days ago, uh, that stated that Activision are issuing voluntary refunds for Guitar Hero Live in the US only. <laughs> okay. Um, an hour ago, it, it's already something wrong just an hour ago with um, Fallout 76. Oh, oh, oh break, <laughs> break it, breaking news. Uh, there's now a bug in the game that is putting people inside the vault of 63. Ah. Uh, Whoops! Oh, uh, it's a bug. It's you know, it's not, it's not massive. It's not like they've said, you know. <laughs> wait, wait. You know, we'll, they'll probably we'll say, you, we'll "Oh look, people back. who are getting in now are getting banned." Oh. Let's find out if that's happening, shall we? Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens over the next over the next uh, little bit. But I'll carry on talking about this this GameSpot story anyway. Then, so Guitar Hero Live came out three years three ago. Years ago. Um, and anyone who purchased Guitar Hero Live after December 2007 is eligible for a refund. They haven't stated why, but they just stated that you can. Um, as long as you've got proof of purchase, then yeah, they will refund the game to you. This is based on the fact that uh, they apparently, well, what a surprise, Guitar Hero Live fell short of expectations in terms of its... Uh, sales and the problem with this was there was a massive the the selling point was twofold so there was the first bit the the live portion of the game where you played the songs to a live action group of fans mm. at a concert and based on your performance they would have a chair or boo at you and throw crap at you um and then there was guitar hero tv which was a bit like basically it was like if you wanted to watch mtv oh sorry no it's like if you wanted to watch a music channel, but rather than just listen to the music, you could play the music. That was what Guitar Hero TV was. Yeah, some of that. But la- uh, two months ago, they shut that service down. 
they just shutted it. So that means rather than having 223 songs you could play, you can now only play 23 songs. Yay! Um, and coupled with the fact that there were microtransactions in the game that allowed you to not so you allowed you to play the songs on Guitar Hero TV without waiting for them to appear on the the TV service. Yeah, it's probably pissed people off. And it led to the developer, Freestyle Games, being sold off by Activision, not before losing most of their employees, and now being bought by Ubisoft. So hopefully they could get them in the uh, the Rocksmith games and maybe, you know, try and get that going. Mm. But um, yeah, that just uh, just means that Activision are probably, this is the opinion of the GameSpot article, um, the decision to the refund the game might be intended to head off any potential class action lawsuits. So, but yeah, this is where games as a service gets you. You yeah, are basically you, paying a, an exorbitant amount yeah, of money. If you shut down the mm-hmm. service, you don't. If they shut down the service, yeah, you are yeah, out they, of the they, game. They shut down the service, and you're left with you're left with a sixty pound game that you bought that might as well just be furniture. But uh, yeah, I find it funny that Activision are just you know hemorrhaging money like this when there was rumours of news of their new CFO getting a $15 million uh, bonus. For what? I don't know. For being there? For saying hello to the other members of the board? Because we, we move on to the other Activision Blizzard news. That uh, they're preparing for layoffs. Oh, no. On Tuesday, or today, when this podcast comes out. So, yeah... I mean, they were told. I mean, this has all come come forward. I mean, let's think of it this way. This is all working together towards something massively wrong at Activision Blizzard. Shutting down Heroes of the Storm as a development prospect and cocking up the esports scene for that game. Um, slightly related news. The esports team, Liquid, have basically just said, no, we're not having a Heroes of the Storm team anymore. And the team manager at that point you know, went and said, you could have told us, you know, shutting it down, we could have planned for this. If you announced that you were shutting it down, we could have planned for this. The fact that you just did it and removed all prize support screwed the whole esports scene for that particular group of people. Mm. You know, the dozens, hundreds of teams exactly, cause the people working are on that tournament. They are dedicated. They're spending loads of hours playing those so- certain games, isn't it? Yeah. And without yeah. telling them on time, it's just they spent, let's say, the past three months getting ready for the next tournament, yeah. which never going to happen. That now has no prize support. Yeah. Or well, not even a tournament at that point, because they got rid of exactly they got rid of Heroes of the Dawn, didn't they? So, you know, and that was that was a good prospect as well, right? Okay, guys, do this esports game, and if you win, we will give you scholarships for for education. That in terms of esports was a massive thing. That that should have been a right, so these guys can do a you know, a video game career and then work towards, you know, good employment further down the line when the game inevitably goes. Or the quality of the player inevitably goes, because that's the thing with esports, it's still is you know, it's very reaction based and stuff like that. And not pe you know, it's just the way the human body works, reaction time's slow the older you get. You know, but so so we had that. But we then had I'm, the assu- bl- we- I'm assuming Sorry, a lot of the people who were 
to play games like I would probably end up being like a coach for gamers when they get older. It's, yeah. like, a, it's like a football thing. It's like yeah. footballers sit there and complain, I need to get paid this much because I don't have much of a career after. Yeah, you do. as well. I mean, that's that that's happened on the League of Legends scene. Mm. You know, watching watching League of Legends players from five, six years ago, and now shoutcasters and um, analysts. Yeah. And some of them are even like you say managers and even team analysts. They're actually you know they're proper statisticians and not just gamers. So, you know that 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 works. And say what you will about what's happened with Riot in the past and them as a company and the you know, the, the sexual abuse scandal and, and, and stuff like that. In terms of the actual tournament scene, they've got it down. You know, they've they've got that going. And, you know, their the, the communication with fans and spectators as well works. Yeah. It doesn't work. I mean, Blizzard were good with this. Other than release dates where they would just keep saying when it's done, and that's a very viable thing for for game releases and stuff. Don't give people dates that you can't promise. So just tell them you're working on it. That's fine. Yeah. Activision's business standpoint affects that, and it and it has. It's why it's led to all the mistakes. And I say, Heroes of Storm, Diablo Immortal, the Bungie split, and then you know at the end of the at the end of the year you lose two CFOs, one from Blizzard and the other from Activision, and and then also telling um, employees. You can voluntarily leave if you want, and we'll we'll pay you a whole load of money up to a year's uh, wages if you just leave. But you know, I, I don't know how the 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 money side of this is actually working because I don't know how you can tell a whole bunch of people that they're going to get sacked and still pay someone fifteen million dollars for a bonus for just joining the company. It's I'd say that pisses me off. <laughs> Personally. Mm. Yeah, that sort of idea. We're getting rid of yous. Why? Are we are we in financial trouble? Uh well. maybe. Yeah. So you know. Good luck to, to anyone, you know, who who does unfortunate you know, if anyone unfortunately loses their jobs, you know, just look for there's there's probably some companies that will you know poach you like mad because say say what you will Blizzard make quality games yeah and there Activision they make marketable games as, as you know as, as, as bad as you know as bad as I feel about stuff like Call of Duty and stuff they make marketable games isn't who's the one at the minute who's getting a lawsuit is it Activision or that's uh... Activision still yeah yeah you think this but... might also be why they're putting off a uh... Staff, it's like, oh, we need to pay for this lawsuit. <laughs> Pro- probably. And um, we'll get rid probably. of this number of staff. That means we can pay for it. Yay! Yeah, yeah. it's crap business. But uh, yeah. So, well, with thing, that depression, we of, know the thing is, hmm? if they have to pay something, it's not always they paying in money. They can pay in like uh, <laughs> shares, <laughs> etc. <laughs> Did you think Bungie sat there laughing the red off going, we knew this was going to happen, we knew this was going to happen, this is why we yeah, were that's, Yeah, that's why they had their, that's probably why they had that get out clause. <laughs> so, you know what, good on him. It's a risky move, but if they keep doing it... If you think of it, Bungie leaving also probably made this happen as well. Yeah, mm. because the shareholders... Stocks were, yes, stocks would have dropped, shareholders would have gone, fuck you, yeah. we're out. <laughs> 
Well, share, shareholders want all the money, don't they? So yep. if there's anything that causes them to lose even a chance of them getting all the money, then uh, that's the problem. But uh, yeah, we'll, we will we will keep an eye on that. And uh, before we wrap this up, I want to go through a quick one. Uh, Valve have had the Steam Awards 2018, <laughs> and they've got their winners. Um, a lot of the games aren't actually from 2018. Actually quite old, some of them. But we'll go through them quickly. The uh, the award for most fun with a machine went to Rocket League, which I think compared to the list on there, I'm sorry, that should have been Euro Truck Simulator 2, but still. Yeah, uh, I could have been happy with Eve. Um, Space Engineers, mm. Rocket League, yeah. or... Oh, even Nero Automata, to be honest. I, I never played that. Um, another Factorio. Yeah. But, uh, what else? Yeah, so there's that. Best Alternate History went to Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Other nominations were Wolfenstein 2, Hearts of Iron 4, Civilization 6, and Fallout 4. That game came out in 2018. That, that, that works. Okay, um, I'll happily have it over Civilization 6. Yeah. The uh, the Better With Re- uh, Friends Award went to Rainbow Six <gasps> Siege, beating Payday 2, Dead by Daylight, CSGO, and Overcooked 2. One of those games came out in 2018. Do you want to guess which one? Um, Overcooked 2. Yep. I've heard of all of them, but Overcooked too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. That's, that's that. Instead of knowledge with power, uh, knowledge is power. We'll just answer these. Uh, best environment went to The Witcher Three: Wild Hunt, beating Subnautica, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, Far Cry Five, and Dark Souls Three. Uh, two of those came out in 2018. Three-ish, if you count Subnautica. Uh, see, I played Subnautica before. 2018. Ah, oh, so two then. Shadow of the Tomb Raider and Far Cry 5. I think, Witcher, I I think Witcher is like my... four years old at the moment. Yeah. yeah. But then I also think Subnautica might have only just... I think I played the bait, the, the early access. Mm. I, think it, I think it's proper game got released early 2008, 19 maybe? I'm not mm. sure. Possible. But, uh, I say 19, yeah. I mean 2018. Blah. I I I know what you mean. Don't worry about it. <laughs> we all know. Um, what else have we got here? Uh, best developer went to CJ uh, CJ CD Project Red, being out Ubisoft, Bethesda, really Bethesda. Are people joking? Because a lot of these are like. Um, I think it's on the down to the marketing. Well, nominations are well. I mean, why? Who has Project the most Red. games on Steam? <laughs> Well, that's the thing. All the nominations, anyone could enter a nomination, and then, based on the nominations, everyone could then vote. Yeah. So this was all user-based. I'm, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying that the why, why I'm thinking to the project right one, is because they clearly make statement that if you're buying a game, you're buying the end product. You're not buying the services, etc. Yeah, don't worry. The problem wasn't the CJ Pro- uh, CD Project Red won. It was the fact that Bethesda was even nominated. Yeah. So oh, come you know, on, they, they probably put it forward for the other the other fallouts. Yeah, but then they also beat Rockstar, Digital Extremes. Nice to see they got some love for Warframe, Square Enix, Capcom, Paradox, Bam, uh, Bam by Bamco, uh, Bandai Namco, and Clay. Who were Clay? No idea. We will we will find that. 
We'll find that out now. But uh, the next nomination there was, or the next one was Labour of Love Award, which went to Grand Theft Auto V, beating No Man's Sky, Path of Exile, Dota 2, and Stardew Valley. Okay, I can see why it beats No Man's Sky. So no Man's Sky did not develop. Uh, yeah, it didn't well, come out. Said, it is fixed now, <laughs> and it is what yeah. it promised to be. But when it first came out, and it lost so many oh, players yeah. at the beginning because of that. Uh. Ah, right, okay, so there, Clay made uh, Grifflands, Don't Starve, Don't Starve Together, Oxygen Not Included, Mark of the Ninja, and other games. Oh, we've played a few of them. <laughs> mm. Mm. Yeah. Um, VR Game of the Year went to the Elder Scrolls Skyrim v- uh, VR, beating VR Chat, Fallout 4 VR, Super Hot VR, and Beat Saber, and why Beat Saber didn't win, I've never played it. I, I like watching videos of it, though. It. I like watching videos of it. Yeah, I find that kind awesome. of interesting. Yeah, but you know, it's a travesty. And then game of the year went to Player Unknown's Battleground, beating Monster Hunter World, Kingdom Come Deliverance, Hitman 2, and Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I kind of saw that one coming. Yeah, I, I think anyone saw that coming. Now, had Apex Legends come out beforehand? Oh yeah, and been on that, Steam. that's next year. Yeah, <laughs> that's next year if it goes on Steam. Yeah, but uh, probably probably won't. But uh, yeah, so that's a lot of. Like stuff that didn't come out in 2018 for you know stuff like that but eh, it's what people want to vote for if they want to say the best game of the year was a game that they played the year before go for it best game of the year is the one on Nintendo 64 yeah go Nintendo yeah. 64 yeah well you know what yeah based on based on that um, my my game of the year choice for 2019 is uh, hmm you know what it's ah. Mine's Sonic. Just playing Sonic. Sonic. No, the yeah, belly first actually, Sonic game. Yeah, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog one. Yeah, there we go. That's my game of the year 2019. Uh, based on that, Darius, have you got a game of the year for 2019? You might as well do it now because you can choose any game. Uh. <laughs> nope. Destiny Seven. <laughs> Let's go to the future. Yeah, we're now actually gonna. Yeah, we're now actually gonna play games that aren't uh, that haven't even come out yet. So that that'll be that'll be great. But um, we are gonna wrap that up for this week because that one had. Uh, I'd say it's gone long. It's long. gone the normal amount of time. I was gonna say this is about <laughs> average for us. Yeah. So, I go uh, long. I can go longer. Uh, no, 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 Darius. We're fine. We're fine. We're Wait, what did we forget? What did we talk about in this? Uh, so let's see, we've, you know, what have we talked about? We've talked about, uh, Jesus. Oh Come God, back next lot. week, we have some sort of competition. Come back next week, on. we have cookies. Yeah, the, we are working on something. We can't promise Darius that you can have is a, uh, Darius is deciding he's looking to be a generous soul. So there's maybe something coming up next week. So keep Is he a generous soul? Is he selling himself to us? Is he, the, is he what we win? Competition uh, time, guys. Competition time. Competition time is because I don't I don't feel like I need a Darius. No, no, it's not it's not Darius. It's 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 probably something uh, Disney related. But um, that's that's about as much. Do I get to become a Disney princess? Um, you might get a glass slipper. <coughs> is that across the head? Woo! Hello. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, but um, anyway, yeah. If you enjoyed what you listened to, please don't forget to do the likey, sharey, subscribey thing with the bell. Uh, check out the the social medias either on the Facebook or the Twitter or the Twitter or the Twitter that might be a clue uh, and we're aiming um, for 2k thumbs down in this recording yeah 2k 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 thumbs down um, no, nah, thumbs we're up we're, we're going for thumbs down 
We want the most yeah. hated video in YouTube. <laughs> hey, hey, well, we've got something now. The face, the Facebook group now has 40-odd likes now as opposed to the 16 from last week. Well, you need to stop making out... accounts and doing that. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, it turns, it, turns out, it turns out me and Matt actually missed a trick in regards to actually getting people to see the stuff on the Facebook page, you know, of maybe inviting people to like the Facebook page. That, would that be might have been an idea. See, yeah, it's different for you, lot because I I work with a lot of people who are a lot older than me. <laughs> I work with people who have kids and that, and they don't have games and they don't have time to. So it's like I could do it, but I'd have to try aiming it at their kids. Do it. I I bulk <laughs> sent out an invite to 101 people. I got 15 responses back. As far as I'm concerned, that's over 10 percent. Yeah, true. No, that works. And how have you got that um, many friends? Uh, I know people. You know people? You know people that know people that know people? Yeah. That's good. Um, cool. you know, Can you get us an interview with uh, Michael McIntyre? Yeah. Like I say, yeah. But there, share this with your friends, your families, and even your enemies. And even yeah. your pet dogs. Because every now and then, I'm sure Jeff Vader's dog would come on and give it a hand. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. You know, as long as it's not a pug. Um, or a canary. Or any yeah. type of bird. That seems to always be in the podcast. Yeah. You know, we get that. We'll do. We'll do a podcast one week where it'll just be animal sound effects. Duncan's animals. <laughs> Welcome to Duncan trans- Zoo. Yeah, we'll just get it translated. Oh, what did you play? Oh, I played Human Fall Flat, but it's just tweet 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 tweet. You know. So uh, if we do that, that has to be video only, and it would have to be subtitled. Well, sorry. If, yeah, it would have to be video because we need subtitles on it. Uh, I can I can translate it. You can easily put fake subtitles on. It's easy. But anyway, what, what for, for a recording for someone who's yeah. listening on the on the podcast? Yeah, if, if, if they want to listen to birds, they just say tweet 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 tweet. You don't they don't know what they're saying, but they'll just listen yeah. to that. And woof yeah. woof 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 woof. Every yeah. now and then Terry's cat gets involved. Yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, it was easy. So so until the until the animals only podcast, and uh, until until next week. Thank you very much, Darius and Steph, for joining me. No worries. uh, Tune in next week for. uh, We didn't join you. You joined us. We're already here. Uh huh. Come on, uh, Brian. Make a good announcement for it. I'll. We'll see. Ah. Let's get ready to fart. I say, listen in next week. And that'll, 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 that'll come up. But until next time, please don't kill each other. Keep gaming. Keep gaming. Keep oh. gaming. Yeah, the better yeah. thing is, th- this is the first time I've just gone, I'm not helping you hide the bodies, stop it. <laughs> yeah, so you just went with keep gaming. That, yeah. that works. Just right. keep gaming. <laughs> right, cheers, humans. Is that going to be our logo now? Just keep like gaming. Yeah. Hello. Just need a picture of someone with the thumbs up with this. Keep gaming.